Welcome to another episode of Satisfying Static. I've decided that every single time this podcast starts, I do a quote millennial pause end quote to make sure that we are actually recording before I start speaking. <laughs> do you? Is that what you've noticed with the recordings? I didn't know that waiting for the recording to actually be happening is called the millennial pause, but it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like remember when that was trending on social media or whatever a while ago. That I snapped. Are you? Yeah, I did. I snapped you about my friend the other day who like wasn't using Snapchat in the best way because it was like 15 minutes of like ums and pauses. Honestly stressed me out. I I was watching (laughs) the snap and you're like, yeah, so it was 18 straight minutes of that. (laughs) And it was like, you know, when you mess up, you can just hit the X and start over, (laughs) but they just didn't. You just, you don't have to send me everything. But like, yeah, she does the millennial pause like every time, every time. So like if the snap is, you know, hits a minute and you have to restart, like I'll just keep talking if it needs to be two minutes for whatever reason. But no, she'll like pause, restart and be like, so anyway, like I was saying, I just watched it. I just saw it. That stresses me out. Stresses me out. But yeah, I almost called it the millennial pause for you, but I didn't know if you would know what that was. So I am painfully aware somebody went through a bunch of my old videos and went, wow, the millennial pause is real with this one. <laughs> I was like, cool. Thanks, guy. Thanks, stranger. But sometimes it doesn't record right away. So like, I get it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Housekeeping on my end, I can't get an intellectual properties attorney to call me back. So really, yeah, I've called multiple firms. I've left multiple messages. I've tried to get a a consultation set up and I'm finding that because I'm not a corporation, it seems to be harder to find an intellectual properties attorney that gives a shit about just one individual. Okay. Yeah. But it's okay because really all I needed them to do was confirm all the information I've already found on my own. Okay. (laughs) And there are other mechanisms of doing that. So yeah, I think I'm like, basically the US copyright, the way that, that works is you can batch copyright photographs and you can do a max of 750 photogra- or photographers, 750 photographs in one fee. Mm. So I'm okay. waiting until I have 750 photographs that I want to copyright so that I only pay the one fee, but I'll be operating under the assumed copyright that we already have from her being the rightful owner. Okay. So that's my housekeeping. I'm, I'm going to upload a few more today and then upload some to this fine art printing service and print some prints and see if they look good. And if they look good, I'll make those public for people to purchase. Ooh, fancy. Well, I'm glad you got the information on your own. Yeah. I mean, you would definitely need like a small business or like a creative licensing attorney, like for, for creatives, not like a regular one, (laughs) but Hey, thanks for the internet. The internet's great. This has really made me reconsider why I didn't go to law school. I was like, I should have just went to law school. I could have done all this myself, honestly. I mean, you still can, you know? It's never too late, right? I actually might. I was I was jokingly looking into um, some, some law programs because, you know, I go through a, a career crisis every three days. So Two days. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I hear that, but... I mean, maybe might be might be a good one for you if creative or uh, competitive puzzling doesn't pan out. It's not getting much faster, so it probably won't. But uh, how's 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 your housekeeping? You have an interview later today. That's exciting. I do. I have an interview later today that I'm very nervous about because it's my first interview in a while. But I I stalked the person that's interviewing me a little bit. So good for you. I feel a little more confident about it now. Is, it, is but- this for SAG? 
Is this for the SAG job, please? No. no. <laughs> yeah, I wish. No, they never called me back. Uh. So, yeah. But no. So we'll see how that goes. But it's like my first actual interview with a company. So fingers crossed that that means that even if this doesn't work out, that the like tides are turning because I am so sick of applying for jobs. You have no idea. And like, I don't know what maybe it's the job that I'm in or like what I do but it takes me so long to put together an application like I have such a hard time applying for a lot of jobs unless I'm literally just phoning it in and at that point like I'm expecting you to not fucking call me back so I'm I'm convinced that the application process nowadays is so intentionally that it drives less applicants in the like the long six page you have to take a fucking personality test like when i applied for best buy years ago you had to take a whole ass personality test and i'm like are you kidding me this is best buy this is grade b retail and i have to take a personality (laughs) test they just want to make sure you're not a psycho but i mean yeah they do that part at least like after you're hired now for me but like i do a lot of things and every job is looking for something different so i have to like tailor my resume to that specifically which can take a lot of time and then they're all looking for examples of different things like I'm not just like a writer I don't just have writing samples like oh you need examples of like a landing page or like a website build or emails I've put together or a freaking paid marketing campaign like all of those are very different things and so I don't know like I'm just struggling because it's like like I can really only get like one or two applications out like in the time that I have in a day because it fucking like this application thank god I got an interview it took me like four hours to put it together so yeah that's a different kind of exhausting that's just like mental exhaustion like decision fatigue and design fatigue and it's just that's painful yeah and then it's like you know I can't really like plan out my day because like all of this job stuff is like urgent right everyone needs it immediately so it's like every fucking phone call I have they're like oh great okay well I need this this and this and do you think you can get that to me by like today and it's like 4 p.m you're like um so in an hour (laughs) like I actually can't do that thanks like do you know what you're asking me to put together like no I can't put together a whole portfolio in an hour sorry (laughs) oh my god so fingers crossed this interview goes super well and they just offer you the job and you can stop doing this and (laughs) i know uh yeah it would be so nice so yeah so that's that uh i'm also currently apartment hunting which is miserable so we don't love we don't love that yeah i'm basically just restarting my life yeah my my to be roommate backed out so now i'm looking for a one bedroom by myself which is way harder to do than finding like a two bedroom so that hasn't been super fun but yeah i'm on the apartment hunt and also the roommate hunt but nobody's nobody's biting <laughs> There's got to be somebody. I, you know, I was going to text you this. Courtney seems to be preparing to move from Massachusetts to California this year. Oh, really? She would like to move. So maybe you can reach out to her and see if she wants to roomie with her two dogs. <laughs> Might not I work mean, out for your, you know, dog sitting situation, but could be lots of fun. 
it would increase your lesbian equity by like tenfold. That's true. Yeah, maybe I should reach out to her. It would be easier to split a house with a yard, I guess. But interesting. I didn't know that. She just posted about it a couple of days ago about um, how her plans for 2023 is to move out of the state, get ready to sell her house and move out of the state because apparently she's tired of the winter in Massachusetts, which I find hysterical because the winter is very mild. The coldest it's been here is like 14 degrees. I'm like, let's go to the Midwest where like these polar vortex are like negative 30s, okay? Right. Like, oh, quiet. Um, Yeah, I know. I figured. But I kind of assumed that would be happening because she was coming out here a lot. And then obviously she's always had a hard time with the winters. So I was always like, why are you staying in Massachusetts? Like, Yeah, I don't know that the, her and the girl she was dating out there are still together. She keeps posting places that she's painfully single. So I don't really know what that's about. Yeah, I don't think they're together either. But I feel like she has a lot of friends out here and stuff. So oh, I'm sure. And anyway, all sending all best wishes to her because absolutely. Um, I think she- I think she's going to love it. I, hopefully it's going to be a good move for her. Hopefully her dogs don't hate the heat, but you know, it is what it is. They should be fine. They sh- I think shepherds are like um, huskies where they have the special coats that do multifunctional things, keeps them warm and, and cold when they need it, you know? All right. Well, the double insulated coat. She knows coat. how to take care of them, so I'm sure it'll be fine. But I'll text her and let you know you're looking for a roommate. Yeah, you pl- please do. So yeah, if anybody has any leads on roommates or apartments for me in the Southern California area, let me know. Perfect. Anything else? Housekeeping otherwise? I don't think so. I don't remember. Those are the major things. I think that's it for me too. Hmm. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. Where'd the thing go? Where'd, where'd the device that has the dancing cats on it go? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> my phone. I lost my phone. Oh, there it is. My oh. phone. Oh, you were watching the dancing cat. Yeah. Yeah, which houses the random word generator. Oh, is that what you pull it up on? I just always assumed you do it on your computer. So I used to do it on my computer, but the website that we use is so janky and so full of ads that it ruins the quality of our recording in the other window. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so it has to be on a separate device. All right. It's Mario Esk again. <laughs> Friends, you're welcome. You're welcome. Woo. How about we start with Sail? S A I L. Sali. Yeah, that just is, it keeps making me think of job hunting, of job hunting. Oh, oh job, if you will. <laughs> Still looking for a job. Yeah, that just. That just makes me think of work because that's... Oh, well, hey, I am excited because this interview is for a nonprofit, which would be the first time in my career that I am not selling anything. Don't nonprofits have to have to sell themselves, though, so that they can get funding? Yeah, but really, I'm selling, like, education, so... And mm. and I wouldn't be involved in the, like, getting funding piece. Like, that's not part of... That wouldn't be oh, part that's of my nice. job. So, but it, it was, like, in this interview process that I realized that that's what's happening. Like, I was talking about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, it actually would be... Kind of nice because, like, this will be the first time that I'm not like selling a product or service or like peddling something to people. So that's going to be interesting because apparently most of my career has been peddling shit to people, whether it's digital or physical or markers or DIY kits or markers. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> I believe you, and I'm happy to hear that that's not what's happening with this job. When I hear sale, S A I L, I think of sailboats. And sailboats make me think of rich white people. Oh, yeah. I definitely still heard S-A-L-E. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, rich white people. That makes sense. Yep. And I, in the process of editing some of the slides, there's a few really good sailboat shots. So, Ooh. 
I instantly think of those pictures, yeah. Excited to see that. Sailboats, I guess, used to think make me think of like yacht clubs and rich people. Yeah. Especially when I lived in Chicago. But now they make me think of uh, just the beach out here because there's like always sailboats out on the ocean. And I swear to God, they're always like racing. I don't know what they do. Do the sailboats hang out by uh, that cool oil field thing? Is that where all the sailboats hang out or just the yachts? That's just like the bigger yachts. Yeah, that's like a yacht party. The sailboats are over by the pier. But yeah, sometimes I just like going over there and watching them because I swear to God, those motherfuckers, they are going to fall over, like tip over sometimes. This is one of the pictures. Yeah, sailboat with a little kid next to it. Oh, cute. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a a good picture. For those that can't see, it's a picture of a sailboat with a little kid standing next to it is what we're looking at. Yeah, it's a cool sailboat. There's another... He really enjoyed boat pictures. He took a lot of boat pictures. This has been Christine's life for the last two weeks. It's been work and these pictures, which is why I know (laughs) that there are more sailboat photos to be had here. Here we go. This is the last one. (laughs) It's a nice red sailboat over there. Oh, that looks pretty. It's like hard to see on the, the quality of this yeah, recording. It's, but... well, yeah, it's also terrible. Yeah, the recording becomes that of a potato when they're actually <laughs> live. So that tracks. Yeah. yeah. So it's like hard to see anything. My my very white doctor boss owns a sailboat. And I have jokingly told him that you couldn't have picked something more white or more wealthy to flex about, sir. And he's like, yeah, I really like to, to race. And like, you know, I'm like, of course you do. Because you're white and you're wealthy. Yeah. I Yeah. That was like, um, there was like an accountant at one of my jobs where like he, he was part of like a sail club and he like taught teenagers how to sail and stuff and I was like oh yeah that's something I will that's a life I'll never understand and he was like oh well like anyone can join like anyone can sign up for classes but not anyone can buy a sailboat sir and not anyone can afford those classes what do you like yeah it's not the cost of a sailboat but like uh yeah it was a weird I was like okay all right Good job. Have fun with your sailboat. Did you ever watch uh, Charlie St. Cloud? No. So it was that super sad Zac Efron movie that came out at the at peak Zac Efron. Oh, okay. I think I, I remember what he looked like in it. <laughs> it. It opens with this epic scene of him racing a sailboat against other sailboaters. Sailors? Sailors. Seamen, if you will. I feel like that's gendered. And then the entire movie is like him grieving his brother that dies in this tragic accident that he blames himself for. But it's also around like sailing is like that town's football. Oh, okay. Like if it were, like if it were a southern town, what football is to them, sailing is to this New England town. Okay, that makes sense. And so when I watched this movie, I was like, so everybody gives a shit about sailing in New England. So I thought when I moved out here that everyone was going to be like, yeah, we're <laughs> sailors. Totally inaccurate. No. No, just that town. Right. It's really only coastal towns and like yeah. a small subgroup of these people. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So that, that movie gave me unreal expectations for New England's sailing culture. <laughs> Good to know. When I first moved out here, like I had very, very much like Baywatch vibes in my head, which- Oh, 100%. I still do. Totally accurate, which was totally accurate. But <laughs> the thing that I, for some reason, did not like- factor in is the fact that I leave I live in a beach city so mm-hmm. water and beach life and sea life is like a huge part of everything here and so right. like it's normal to see like boat stores or like boat motors for sale or just like stores that sell old like oars and like old weird 
boat shit where I was like, oh, this is like cool and cute and niche. And it's like, oh no, it's just the way of life here because some people out here grow up on a boat and that's all they know and mm-hmm. that's all they do. And that's so right. bizarre to me. Like I still can't wrap so my weird. head around that life. Anything else on sale? I don't think I have anything else on sale. Yeah, no, just beach life. Beach just city beach living. Life. Hashtag beach city living. Mm-hmm. There's a corgi next to me. Okay. What's what next? Else we got? How do we feel about Shaft? <laughs> well, I have a dirty mind, so first thing is first is I thought of dirty things, but the second thing, well, I thought of elevators. Yeah, I feel like I was just thinking that. I was like, really, you only think of Shaft in two words. Well, I guess in in, in three sentences or three sequences. That's not what the word I want. Context. Three situations. Three situations is the phrase that okay. I want. Let's hear him. Let's see how many situations we can come up with for Shaft. The first, phallic, for sure. Like, penile, absolutely. The second, elevator, absolutely. Willow, your little clicky-clacky feet are so loud, I can't wait. (laughs) She just sounds excited. Uh, But it's just her walking. Like, it's not even her being excited. She's just, like, it's just her sitting there. The third would be somebody that got shafted out of a position or a thing or... Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah like... like Instead of saying, like, got effed, you say, oh, they got shafted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. The other one I would think would be, like, I mean, I guess this falls into the category of phallic, but, like, any type of, like, long pipe. Yeah. If you're discussing, like, situations like that, well, you would still call that a shaft, even though... You probably giggle afterwards, but you know. <laughs> I once I once watched a YouTube video about sword making. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And this man, instead of calling it a hilt, called it the shaft of the blade. <laughs> and it's like he couldn't when he first said it, he couldn't find the word hilt. And so he just went with shaft. And then his brain just got stuck on shaft and he just kept saying it throughout the whole video. And every time he'd say it, it just pulls me out of the video. I'm like, yeah, stop saying that. Okay, I feel like I've heard it used in that circumstance before. But oh, I'm sure I'm sure you can use shaft and hilt interchangeably, but I feel like some people, rightfully so, don't trust their audience to be able to hear shaft maturely. And I'm oh, one fair. of those people. Fair. No, that's fair. That's fair. Wow, we're finding actually quite a few uses of the term, uh, although many of them appear to be long and phallic. Right, right. <laughs> At jiu-jitsu the other night, we were doing arm bars. And an arm bar is when you push an elbow against its fulcrum to, like, make pain happen. And then if you push hard enough, you'll break the elbow. I, like a three-year-old, was like, so you just you touch until you can feel the weenus. And then you push <laughs> on the weenus. And Sensei was like, what did you just say to me? And I said, weenus. It's the name of your elbow? You've never heard that? <laughs> He's like, no, I've been in jiu-jitsu 40 years and I've never heard somebody call an elbow a weenus. And I was like, well, sir. Oh, my God. It is a thing. And then I whipped around and asked somebody else in, in the dojo. I was like, what do you call this if you're not calling it an elbow? And they said, a weenus. I said, that's right. That's right. I don't think I've ever heard that either, but that's interesting. So if you Google weenus, W-E-E-N-U-S, I think is what it is. You know when you Google other medical things and the first Google thing is like these official pictures and like an explanation? Yeah. It has one of those. <laughs> like I expected an Urban Dictionary definition. That's but no, funny. It, it has a legitimate like medical attachment. It says the extra skin around your olecranon, which is your elbow, weenus. <laughs> 
so it's been heard so many times in medical settings that they were like, fine. <laughs> no, I think it was, I think it was a real term. I think they were like, no, oh. that's, that's the weenus. That's the oh. weenus. Okay, so and I think a bunch word. of third that's graders heard it one time and they were like, nah, weenus. <laughs> okay, good to know. That's a fun fact. What were we even talking about? Well, Shaft was the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see how that led to weenuses. <laughs> yeah. And now we're on embarrassment. Oh, God. There's an endless amount of that. My existence. Yeah, right? Like, I'm on the internet. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, God. Every day of my life is embarrassing. Yeah. Embarrassment. I guess like the first thing that really comes to mind is that I get a lot less embarrassed than I used to when I was younger. And I don't know if that's a like age thing or just a I stopped giving as many shits thing, but um, it is pretty freeing. It's so funny that you say that because my life has gone the exact opposite trajectory. Oh no. <laughs> I, used to I used to not give a shit at all about so many things and now I am like hyper-focused on all of these things. Now I'm like super self-conscious of doing things. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Like I think me five years ago rehearsing a dance at my wedding wouldn't have been a big deal. And now we're like working on a dance for the wedding and I'm like, I want to die every time I do this. Why? Just from embarrassment? Yeah. I'm just like, I'm so red. My ears are so hot. I don't like, I just... Oh, it's going to be great. What... <laughs> It's just our first That's dance. So it's not like it's a big anything. It's just going to be a, it's no big deal, but. Um, right. No big deal. Wow. That's really fascinating, actually. So I guess it's not an age thing. It's just like a place in your life thing. I think for everybody else, it probably is an age thing. Everybody else stops giving a shit and like whatever. And, and I just went full bore the other way. Like my brain was like, you didn't care about the shit growing up. Now you have to care about it. And I need to be an adult and you need to care about it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, I don't know if being an adult is caring about that, that kind of stuff. Like, it shouldn't people, be. People are not going to be judging your, like, dance skills. They're just going to be like, oh, it's their first dance. And like, you know, into themselves mostly. So it's like, I don't know, that that mindset has shift shifted for me. I just feel like everyone is going to care. When you're right, no one's going to care. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's that mindset that's like shifted for me. Like I used to feel like that all the time where I was like, so self-conscious, I'd be like self-conscious to like sit at a cafe by myself or like whatever. And now I'm just like, I don't care. People are so self-centered. They're not looking at me. And even if they are, they're going to forget about me in five seconds. So I'm still worried about that. I've been wanting to go watch a movie by myself for like months. And I'm still so self-conscious about going to a movie theater alone. They're going to be like, what is this weirdo doing? Why? I don't it's know. It's dark in there. <laughs> I know. But like, I'm so scared. I think part of it is I've been recognized more closer to home. Oh, okay. And now I'm like... Awesome. I'm going to go into my local theater and then they're going to be like, ah, Christine Kapow is in a theater alone. What a, what a dweeb. What a, <laughs> what a nothing, loser. There's nothing wrong with enjoying your alone time and going to see a movie by yourself. I agree, but there's just some weird fear I have. I think that's maybe that's where a lot of this has come from is that you're a bully. What? No. <laughs> is that you're a bully? You're no. bullying yourself. Being famous on the internet. But whether it's the tiniest part of the internet, not even a million people care. But I think that's made me nervous that like somebody's going to record me and be like, who is this fucking weirdo? And then get posted and go viral. And I'm going to be like, hi, that's, that was, that was me. That's, 
You recorded well, me. <laughs> but like, but like, why? What kind of weird shit are you out there doing in the world? <laughs> like, I mean, theoretically nothing, but you yeah. see people recording other people for no reason at all. Well, yeah, but none of that goes viral because it's pointless. That weird gym shit is so toxic, I can't. Oh. Recording other people in the gym. That's illegal, first of all, and second of all. And second of all, you're on a weird part of the internet that I'm, I don't I don't usually access because... You don't see yeah. gym videos? I mean, yeah, but, like, th- I avoid the ones where people are, like, making fun of people at the gym because those people are assholes and that's illegal. Yes, they're assholes, but usually the video that I see is, like, somebody who was recording themselves and then everyone's roasting the person in the background that accidentally got captured in the video. Harriet, why are you climbing into the Christmas decorations box right now? Please stop. Oh, because that's her favorite. It's her favorite. She's like hiding in it and like poking her eyeballs out to scare Willow. (laughs) Oh, she's probably being adorable right now. (laughs) No, it's because it's an hour before dinner time and so they're both being jerks. They need attention. They do. I'm apparently in a picture mood because I'm going to show you this picture of her in a Target bag. Okay, even though you know the quality is shit, I can't see anything but that target symbol. Oh, can you not see her face? Hang on. No. Her little You're gonna have you're gonna have to text that to me. Ugh, her little eyeballs are like sticking out of the fucking target bag. Like you with the quality of this, like your facial features are mostly blurry. So. Oh really? Yours isn't that bad on my end. I mean, it's not great, but it's not that bad. Well, I don't know if it's because I'm locked in here in the closet or what, but like, yeah, like I'm fine, but like your video quality as soon as you move is just like pixels. Okay, I sent you the picture of Harriet. Please examine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is a, this is not what this looked like at all. <laughs> really? <laughs> I thought this was like a plastic shopping bag. <laughs> Oh no, it's a, it's a, a, not cardboard, but paper. It's a paper bag. I was like, how did she, how did you even get it to stay up like that? No, yeah, it's a very cute picture of uh, Harriet, but yeah, that is not what I was seeing. Plastic <laughs> is banned here in Massachusetts, so you don't get plastic bags. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that, but that's good for Massachusetts. Well, kind of. The stores have just decided to make that weird thicker plastic that doesn't constitute as being plastic anymore, so it's cheating, really, but... Oh, Chicago is doing that for years now. That's not yeah. getting rid of plastic. That's Yeah, just it's just making thicker, worse plastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. They market um, them as reusable bags, so they're allowed to do it, but... Right. No, I know. Chicago's been doing that for... It's just been the same thing in California forever, but yeah. it's like... I mean, I do reuse them, but I me still too. have Mostly like for 70 kitty litter, of them. Yeah, me too. Yeah, when I had a cat, that made sense. But like, I I can't reuse them fast enough, especially when I'm like ordering grocery delivery and they don't come with, with reusable bags or they don't come in paper bags when you do that. They come in the plastic. What an embarrassment of these government agencies. <laughs> good. I like that. Yeah, that was a good, a good wrap up. Yeah, that was a good tie in. Good tie in. Yeah, it's it's all for show, and to collect tax dollars. Embarrassing, what an embarrassment! What an embarrassment! Yeah. Well, until next we've... time. <laughs> Hang on, we've we've now said the word embarrassment so many times that it now sounds like two separate words. What an embarrassment! <laughs> You're the only one that's saying it like that, but okay. I don't know in my because my brain is hearing it that way because we've said it so many times. Okay, now you can do the outro. You did say it a bunch of times in a row. Well, anyway, until next time. Until next time.